You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. All right, guys, welcome to today's show. Now, we are continuing with the Bowfest series of shows and I've absolutely loved this. I hope you guys are enjoying this because every time I listen to these episodes, it brings me back to that booth at Bowfest, chatting with other outdoorsmen and women, vendors, hunters, attendees, you name it. And I don't know, there's something just way different about doing these interviews in person. So on the show with me today, I've got Scott Bakken from Dialed Archery. Now, the sights caught my eye at his booth. I mean, if you haven't seen a dialed archery site yet, you need to go check one out. They're like the Tesla of sites. And that's what initially drew me over there. And my wife, you know, being my like business manager, the person who keeps me in line, she's always like, why don't you talk to him about being on the show? Like, don't just go over there and be like, oh, cool site. And I'm like, well, I, yeah, yeah, I need to do that. But I've always had a hard time approaching vendors and just being forward like that like hey i have a podcast you should come jump on the show i like to do that like build a relationship with them talk to them a little bit hang out admire the product and then be like hey you should always come chill at the booth my wife just wanted to take a much more direct approach to it but anyways it all turned out great because i got scott to come join me at the booth and hop on a podcast and this one is amazing not to mention i went back and I got one of those dialed archery sights. It is now on my bow, fully dialed in, and in perfect timing. I've got 10 days from the time that I am recording this intro to the time I will be sitting in the stand archery hunting whitetail deer here in Missouri. And great news is there's been a bu- bunch of bucks showing up. Bad news, that eight-pointer totally disappeared. The big one, the one we call Mr. Clean, poof, just vanished like 12 days ago we'll see if he comes back enough of me rambling there's going to be plenty more whitetail missouri talk in the future let's jump into this episode with scott like he was doing things that were just badass that was one of the coolest moments of my life i was really scared but knowing that dan had the gun i did have the rifle like we would be okay All right, guys, welcome back to the show. So in the booth with me, you're kind of a neighbor. You're like just a down the street. We're in the same yeah. neighborhood, I guess. Same home association. Yeah. So uh, Scott Bakken's hanging out with me from Dialed Archery. Uh, why don't you share with the listeners a little bit about yourself first, kind of what you do, what you like to hunt maybe, or do in the outdoor world? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm Scott with Dialed. Um, really, I mean, so I've kind of spent my, well, I would say most of my adult life, but even my childhood, like, was built around the archery industry. 
so I didn't come from a hunting family. So my okay. dad wasn't a hunter, you know, my mom, um, but like both my grandpas, like small game hunted, but as far as big game hunting, that wasn't like in my family. Um, but I got into archery when I was very young. Like, I think I was like five and I watched one of the first like old school Robin Hood movies. Yeah. And it was a Disney, uh, film. And I remember just watching this dude just like slaying people with a bow and arrow. And I'm just <laughs> like, man, that's badass. And so I wanted, I wanted to learn how to shoot a bow and my uncle on, so it's my dad's sister's husband. He was a bow hunter. Um, but you know, that young, you know, I don't really know who this guy is, but I remember watching him shooting his bow Yeah. and I just like, it literally just like drew me in. Like I was, I was like, I want to do that. And you know, when you're a little kid and everybody's like, Oh, what do you want to do when you grow up? And it's like, Oh, I want to be a fireman. I want to do this. I wanted to be a bow hunter that like, I thought that was like a job. So throughout my youth, like that, that was my whole life was consumed by hunting and you know, it's funny, like, you know, your, your parents keep all, like, your school projects and all that stuff. And so my, a couple of years ago, my mom brought out a box of, like, you know, when you're learning how to write in school and you have to write, like, these storylines. Yeah. And all of mine were about killing animals, gutting them. <laughs> like, I mean, stuff now that, like, if your teachers read this shit, they'd be like, this kid needs help. Like, but that was, that was my life. And so I always knew that I wanted to be in the archery industry and as i got older that passion just grew and grew and grew and grew well then my uncle who got me into archery he actually started a small archery company which now it's it's a big company um and that's how i got my start in the industry okay so i was like eight years old going to trade shows with him and i was this little kid walking up walking up and down the aisles handing out flyers trying to get people into the booth and so that's literally how I got started, and then it just snowballed from there. And so literally the only thing I've ever done in my life is worked in the archery industry. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of people who can say that, first of all. Like, from the get-go, that's what you've been doing. Everybody asks, how do you get in? How do you get in? And yeah. I'm like, there's no, there's no like, one way to do it. There's no. a million different avenues. I mean, we've got people here that work for big corporate companies that do their own thing that grew up in it that make outdoor not really hunting products but like they're using antlers to make mugs yeah and it's like you can go any way about it but right. the fact that you knew from the very beginning i feel like that's always been a dream but to actually be actively pursuing that from the get-go is pretty unique yeah and it, it's kind of weird because now i mean i'm almost 40 and I, I look back and it's like man all i've literally done with my life is archery like yeah. i've never had a job that wasn't archery related and you're right like that is a question i get a lot is people like how do i get into the industry you know and back then the only way really in was to go work for a shop yep. you know and then get your foot in the door you know meet reps meet manufacturers and then go work for them but now, I mean, there are so many different avenues, you know, whether it's a podcast or whether it's, you know, like you said, some sort of outdoor company. But that's the cool thing about archery is that it's gotten to where, like, archery is more than just, like, archery, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, and that's what's cool about, like, Bowfest or any of the other, like, archery shoots is you get people from all over the place, like, all walks of life, like, rich, poor, experience, inexperienced. But it's all built around, like, the archery community. Yeah. So it's really cool. Like for me, again, like growing up in it and seeing that growth and just kind of how things have become. And it's, it's good to see because like as hunters 
and I, I've been very vocal about this, but like as hunters, it's us versus them, meaning hunters versus non-hunters. And it doesn't matter if you're a bow hunter, gun hunter, crossbow hunter, it doesn't matter. We're all hunters. Yep. So, and you know, whether you want to believe it or not, like we are losing the fight, you know? Oh, yeah. And so the more people we can get involved and it doesn't matter if, again, it doesn't have to be archer specific, but the more people we get involved, the greater the force that we're building. So that's where like throughout my career, just kind of building it. And I've literally have like kind of hit every like level of, you know, from working in a shop, working to a bigger shop, working for shields, becoming a rep, working for an archer distributor, working for an archer manufacturer, and then eventually starting an archery company. Um, it's like now, like I feel like I'm at a place where it's like my responsibility to like be vocal about that yeah. and like try to get people to join the fight because again like we're not winning but you know we're kind of like maintaining right now yeah but it's just um it's just cool to see like i said like this weekend everybody come out and it's just it, it doesn't matter where you're from or how experienced you are we're all just having fun yeah like it's just a good time and again you can see that community you know coming together and that's ultimately that's what we need so yeah i was sh i was shooting at the uh flat range the other day just like throwing some arrows out there and there was a guy shooting next to me and he's like hey man can you by chance see where that hit mm -hmm. he's like do you have binos on you i was like no but i've got you know my my range finder and it's got some magnification so i just started like calling out his shots for him mm -hmm. and it's like dude you don't find that in a lot of places no you know what i mean yeah like even even playing sports like shooting a basketball at the local gym or whatever right you might make a connection there, but it's like you're not going to go up to somebody and be like, hey, dude, could you rebound for me for yeah. a little while? Yeah. And the camaraderie within the archery community is is pretty incredible, and I feel like we've got an opportunity to almost pitch it as, like, bettering yourself mm -hmm. because archery is unique in that, like, it's physical, it's mental. You can see, like, if you're having a bad day, oh, you yeah. can actually, like, physically see it affect your shot yep. in one way or another. Right. And you hear more and more bigger name people start talking about that and, like, really honing in your shot and, like, walking through the steps and making sure your anchor point. Right. It, it's just very, uh, it's a humbling sport. It's a sport that, like, you can really see growth in quickly mm -hmm. and that the whole community is behind you. Yeah. And I'm not saying the online community, right? Because online, yeah. everything's out. I haven't heard anybody arguing Hoyt over Matthews. No. I haven't heard anybody arguing fixed blade over expandables or, you know, like you just don't hear that when you're in person. It, you go online, forget it. And that's, I will say, like, so we were just talking about, you know, the sense of community and stuff. And it's like, man, if everybody just like got out from, from behind the keyboard and like did these in-person events, yeah. you'd see like, like you sitting there being a keyboard warrior, you're just an asshole. Yeah, like, and for sure. Like none of us tolerate that shit. No. So it's like, get the hell out. Like these people are who matters yep. and that's from like dialed's perspective like yeah like we always say like we're open to criticism and feedback and stuff but if you're just going to be an online like don't be a troll yeah, yeah. If you're going to be a douchebag man like we're not going to listen so take, you're just you're literally just wasting your time yeah take it somewhere else it's like yeah. the old saying if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all mm -hmm. i feel like there's some random online saying that's like if you don't agree even in the slightest be the biggest tool about it ever yeah. and let everybody know and I'm like, nobody really cares. We're all on and the, the same team. We're, well, we're all going the same direction. And most of these people, like, 
like they'll never come to my booth and like tell me that to their face because they're probably gonna get punched in the throat but like it's yeah so i mean that is the one thing you see more of now is because of technology and social media and stuff you get a lot more of that but i also think you know that has prevented like you know because i going through covid you know, archery saw this huge increase in participation, For sure. right? Yeah. I mean, we've never seen numbers like that before. Well, now it's kind of settling back down. We're still above where we were, yep. but we're lower than what it was during that time frame. But, and I think a lot of people get intimidated because they're afraid of getting critiqued or yeah. whatever. And it's like, you know, again, just like, that's not, that's not who we are as like hunters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, for and sure. So, yeah, it's just really interesting, but, like, again, to kind of see how, like, the industry has, like, changed and, like, grown, um, you know, it's it's really interesting. And there are some days where I'm like, man, like, our industry is so effed, you know. <laughs> yeah. But then there's other days, like, you know, this weekend where I'm like, we're all right. This you is know, it. This is a yeah. good group of people, you know, like, we all show up during the day, we work, and that night, you know, we're all hanging out, like, whether we're competitors or not, you know. Yeah. We're all just hanging out, having fun, having beers, like that's that's like the hunting community you yeah. know what i mean so and and i i wish i wish we could get that across to anybody who's thinking about getting into it and is intimidated mm-hmm. and you know they're afraid of opposition mm-hmm. i have seen even in the past couple of weeks i we went to the bow shop with my wife the other day and had her shooting and these old timers were in there just sitting i mean you could tell they just go in there every day like that time that day every single week yeah. And we went in there, and they're like, "Hey, we don't, we don't want like to step on anybody's toes, but we just saw this. Maybe try that." Mm-hmm. And it was like the most unintrusive, unoffensive. Like, "Hey, we really don't like. If you want us to shut up, just tell us that." Yeah. And they're like, "But this is something we saw." Yeah. And I'm like, "Dude, for real, thank you." Like, yeah. I'm not an archery coach. Yeah. I've never been coached. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up hunting. I've probably been shooting bows for 20 years now. Mm-hmm. I would guess, and. I'm like, but I don't know how to teach someone else. Right. And the fact that you're helping her when I don't know how to, obviously you saw it multiple times, her shooting, and you saw a form issue and you helped correct right. it. I'm like, that's amazing. Even shooting this morning, you know, hanging out with Tom and Nick mm-hmm. and shooting with them a little bit yesterday, he was like, hey, one thing I noticed, you know, like expand your chest a little bit. One yeah. thing that helped me is just like push your elbow back a little but bit farther. That's like literally like the best thing about archery is that yeah. like i mean doing it for 20 plus years like you never stop learning exactly you know what i mean like yeah. and there's you know because archery is it's a it's a discipline right and it's all about technique and form and all that stuff like you get complacent you get sloppy at times so then sometimes you just need that that buddy check and be like yo hey I noticed like your nose isn't touching the string, yep. you know, that's why you're dropping shots or whatever. You're like, Oh shit. Like, thanks man. You know? Yeah. But it's, it is, it is, a, it's a very cool group of people and you know, there's always good and there's bad, but I literally like, like I said, that, you know, getting older, you know, looking back kind of my, my life and stuff, it's like, there's nothing else. There's nothing else I could do. Yeah. Like this is what I wanted to do. And like, I'm just, you know, I'm grateful that it's gotten me to this point. And who knows, you know, where things are going to go. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a great community. All right. If you're not using Tacticam's Reveal Cell cameras on your hunting property for scouting or monitoring the wildlife, you are seriously missing out. When you pair that with the Reveal mobile app, you can see the action as it's happening 
no matter where you are. In fact, I've got trail cameras up in Wisconsin on the land that we hunt. And not only do I get pictures from those cameras sent to me, I can also track the progress of the camera, the battery life, how much memory is left on the SD card, and I can see what the weather's doing at the time that a picture is taken. So I can't think of a better tool for scouting whether it is close to home or in a totally different state. So if you want to stay tuned into the action or just get into the action, go to revealcellcam.com or tactcam.com and use code NOMADIC for 10% off at checkout. All right, I get asked all the time, so here it is. This is a list of my go-to optics for the fall. First and foremost, I've got my Fury 5000 range-finding binoculars from Vortex. These things go with me everywhere, from hiking and floating trips to fishing trips, and obviously on every one of my hunts. I love these because I can basically replace two with one. I don't have to carry binos and a rangefinder when I've got it all built in to one awesome piece that fits right in my bino pack. Next up is my Razor HD spotting scope. Now this goes with me on all my western hunts and I keep it in the truck all fall if I want to glass a field or do some scouting on a current property that I have. You can't go wrong with any of the spotting scopes from Vortex, but the Razor HD is by far my favorite and I'm excited to check out the new mini Razor HD. So if you want to see a list of the amazing optics that Vortex has, head over to eurooptic.com. That's E-U-R-O-O-P-T-I-C.com and enter code NOMADIC10 at checkout to save 10% off your Vortex order. Now, let's get back to the show presented by Vortex. Yeah, I, so I've got a question about that. Starting at eight years old, you know, diving into this thing and just being in it your whole life. I'm guessing it was like you would expect my life down the road, being in the industry is going to be 10 out of 10. How how close has it come to your expectations as a kid? Um, I would say like I've accomplished what I wanted to accomplish as far as like where I am today with like nice. owning my own business, like doing my own thing. Like I always knew, you know, watching my uncle go through like, you know, starting his own business and how he grew that and like the team he built around him. And I always knew like that was my end goal, yeah. you know? And as I went through like the paces and like the steps of like building my career, like I had a lot of like really good jobs, you know, like, a lot of jobs that people would be like, oh, like, I would love to be doing that. But it was just, I always knew there was a bigger, like, plan. Yeah. And it just took, I mean, it took a long time to, like, figure out, okay, this is what I want to do. And to take that risk and dive into it, like, it was one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life. And it still is. I mean, yeah. like, Dialed's still a new company. Like, we're still, you know, going through the, the startup phase. But, like, I feel like this is this is what like my whole life has led up to. Yeah. So I do feel like, like as that little kid, like this is like, I've, I've, I've hit it. Right. Yeah. But that doesn't mean like, I'm, I'm never, I've never been the type of person like where I don't settle. I don't like meteorocracy. I don't like complacency. Yep. So it's like, now I've hit this, this, you know, monumental benchmark, but now what's next, you know? And not that like, I mean, 
dialed. I mean, like I said, we're still in the startup phase, but we're growing really freaking fast. I mean, faster than I ever would have expected. Yeah. You know, like our team is amazing. My two business partners, Taylor and Jordan, are amazing. I mean, they're literally like brothers to me. And that's, I didn't expect that out of it. Like that was kind of a, like an unexpected like surprise. Yeah. But now like, I mean, we call it like the di like the dialed team. I mean, they literally are like family to me. Yeah. And that's like our employees, like our suppliers, our vendors, like that was all, I didn't, I didn't count on that happening. So that was kind of weird. Um, Cause I, I don't really get like attached to things or to people. Yep. But now to have like this family, um, it's literally like whatever happens with the business, like whether it blows up, it dies, it doesn't matter. Having that like family, like attached to it has been worth like every penny spent. That's so, cool. And, and like I said, that wasn't something I, I didn't even think about that. Right. You know, cause everybody goes into the business for themselves cause they want to do better for themselves. You know, they want to be in control of their own destiny, hopefully make some money doing it. But having like now these people that, literally they're like family to me that's like it's it's a real thing you know and then even like being here and like meeting people that are using our products and stuff like there's no like like it's literally like a, a, a shock to the system it's yeah. like holy shit like this is real like we're actually doing this so it's very cool but yet like i said it's still very fucking scary yeah because like, <laughs> You know, now we have employees that work for us. Now I'm responsible for all these other people. So it's like every decision I make affects others. Yeah. And again, I kind of didn't, I, I didn't realize that, you know, so it's, um, it's just a whole different level, you know what I yeah. mean? But it's, it's very cool. And it's, like, I mean, meeting new people, you know, you, you yeah. and I have never met before, Yeah. but like, here we are bullshit. And that, that's, I mean, that's what this is all about, you know? Yep. And when we started Dialed, Literally, we said, like, yes, we want to make, like, innovative, badass products, but we want we want to build this community. And, like, now all these people that we're getting introduced to and stuff, it's literally, like I said, it, it was an unexpected surprise, but it's literally the coolest fucking thing ever. I honestly feel like community in a business, especially in, like, a community-based environment like this, like archery mm -hmm. or hunting or fishing or whatever, community will take you farther than branding marketing 100%. anything like if you can actually build a group of people whether it's in-house with the employees with the partners or with followers and users and customers like community will take you so much farther and i will say like your product's amazing because i was talking to somebody earlier and i was like dude i gotta go over there and get one like i just do like i was shooting great today with with my site i don't like my adjustments on it mm -hmm. i don't like in any low light situation, even just like how much I have to move my bow in order to read what my adjustment is, it sucks. Yeah. And then shooting at the range, I can't go, at, not that I shoot animals at 100 yards, but it's just it's fun. fun. You know, like, yeah. dude, I have to adjust it all the way down to the 100 mark, and then I also have to aim higher mm -hmm. because otherwise my fletching won't clear my housing. Right. And so I was talking, I was like, I'm going to go get one. And they're like, dude, they are just so sick. And I'm like, it looks like the Tesla of sights. I mean, it really we, does. So I am not a Tesla like person. Yeah. And every time I see one, I just freaking like shake my head. But like, we have heard that so many freaking times, like that exact comment. And like, that's literally what we tried to build was just something new, something innovative. Yeah. But like, you know, I obviously I'm biased because it's our product, but 
I can't think, I can maybe think of like a handful of products where I can literally give it to you and be like, this will benefit you. Like yeah. you are going to be a better shooter because of this product. So to like hear that, I mean, yeah. that's, that's what we set out to do. I mean, that is the whole reason we like started dialed was yeah. to kind of shake things up, do things different, but ultimately make people better but also like bring some excitement into what was a pretty stale category. For sure. So that's awesome. I mean, that, that literally like, I mean, I'm, I don't get speechless too many times, but like, and I'm not good at accepting well, compliments, yeah. but like hearing that it's like, damn, like shit, like that's it's, cool. It, I mean, it just is like, there's certain things that like stand out and I, I get what you mean about Tesla. Like I'm not the world's biggest Tesla fan. Honestly, I don't think they look great, but they're just so ahead of their time. Yeah. You know, like, there's nothing else they're like sexy. it. I mean, and so when, clean yeah. and simple. I mean, and, and, and that's it's like Apple did the same thing. Like yeah. with their branding, with their marketing, like everything is just clean and uniform. Yep. And when you look at that, there's nothing else out there yeah. even close. Like you're not, nobody's looking at your sites and mistaking them for anything right. else. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. And so when you see it, it's just like, dude, I feel like they're a decade ahead of everybody else yep. on this. Yep. And so... One, I want to see it on my bow. I want to see how it looks on my yeah. bow. But it's like to find products like that that one, I mean, in a sense, market themselves when people see it, but then also actually work, actually yeah. benefit. And then to hear like the heart behind the company and the culture that you guys are building, the community that you have, yeah, it's it's an easy one to support. Yeah. No, and that, I mean, that means, I mean, more than you will ever know. I mean, that means so much to us. And like every single person that, has bought a product from us. Like, so customer service is like our number one priority like, yeah. because we're consumers ourselves, right? Like we've bought stuff in the past, we've had shitty experiences, but like nobody will truly understand like how much we appreciate like people supporting us because yeah. we are the underdogs, you know, but like we don't, and we never will like forget that. Like anybody that buys a product from us, you're not just a customer, like you are part of our team. And that means we'll do everything and anything we can to like, even That's if, cool. even if it's not like archery related, like you need something, we'll do whatever we can to help you. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's, it's very cool to like see people like get behind that concept and be open to like new. Cause I mean, that was the, the big thing. Like when we launched, like we all thought we had something badass, right? But there are so many like new concepts. It's like, how is this going to be perceived yeah. from, you know, the consumer side of things? And I'll never forget, like, November 15th when we hit the on switch. And we're like, all right, let's sure. let's see what happens, you know. And I was – because so to start dialed, you know, like, we're just, like, three average dudes. Like, just blue-collar guys came from the Midwest. Like, so we literally started everything with our own funds. Like, I sold my house, cashed in all my 401Ks. Both my business partners sacrificed, you know, and put in their own money. Dang. And it's like we got a lot riding on the line, you know. And so I was homeless, basically. And I was sitting in my parents' basement, and I was on the phone with both my, my partners, Taylor and Jordan. I'm like, guys, I'm, I'm scared. Like, what if this doesn't work? And they're like, let's just see. Like, let's just see. And it was from when we hit go. It was just, like, I literally, we thought somebody hacked our website. And <laughs> we were just like, holy shit. Like, there's no way. Yeah. And so, like, we called our IT guy, and he's like, no, like, these are real. Like, all these pre-orders <laughs> coming in. And we're just, but then that one, it was like, okay, now, like, like we're not playing anymore. Yeah. Like, now it's time to get to work. And it, our first year, like, we don't talk about it much because we're still wearing some scars and bruises. But, you know, th that's just part of that startup process. But yep. it was so tough. Like, 
And, but at the same time, like I can look back now and, you know, it brought us all closer together. And like I said, now we're like brothers and family, but I mean, it, shit got real. Like, <laughs> I mean, so now I understand, you know, looking at like these companies that I grew up like supporting and cause that was like, that's like the cool thing about the arts industry is it was literally built off of people like us, you know, yeah. taking risks, you know, starting companies out of their garage. And now I understand like, holy shit, you know, like hats off to all those people. And like, even like some of our competitors that have been in the industry for like decades, I'm like, you guys, like you have our respect. Yeah. Like, I mean, I hope one day we can get to that level. Um, but yeah, just, you know, like I said, it goes back to like, you know, the customers are everything and every single person that buys a site from us, like you're not just a customer, like you are literally like on our team yeah. and we'll, I mean, we'll go to the, and we'll go to hell and back for you. Yeah. And, and I feel like though, like you talked about carrying scars and bruises, you know, as a startup, I feel like that's what really forges the relationship that you have with the business partners, with the employees. Like when you go through stuff together, that's when you grow. That's when your relationship forms. Right. Sometimes, you know, you have someone drop off or it severs a, a relationship. But I look at it as like when I go hunting, my fondest memories are the just drag out hunts yeah. oh, where yeah. it's like dude that sucks so bad i never Do you remember when we got dumped on and i yeah. thought i had hypothermia and this and that yep. versus we walked outside shot our limit of ducks or shot a right. monster but like you don't remember those ones well it's like you know they say like iron sharpens iron yeah right? exactly so it's like you're a hundred percent like i can think back to like you know and, and that's the one thing too like the archer industry has given me a life right i mean it's given me a, a living but it's also taken me to a lot of different places. I've been very fortunate to hunt a lot of different things. And I, I can remember just about every single hunt, but you know, they get muddy and they get cloudy. For but sure. The worst ones are the ones you never forget. Never. And like I can think of like so many hunts where I get done and I'm like, I'm never freaking coming back here again. Yeah. But then like five years later you're like, I wanna go back. You mm -hmm. know, like so it is. And, and and it's just it's part of that process. Like if it was easy, everybody would do it. You know what I mean? So and, like, I, I forget what the statistic is, but it's, like, you know, 999 businesses uh, or 999 out of 1,000 businesses fail. So it's, like, the odds are against you. Yep. Like, and, you know, again, like, we're not out of the woods. Like, we are still, like, in the trenches. And But, again, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Yeah. But that's one thing, you know, when we started Dialed, we wanted to, we wanted to encourage, like, younger people to take that risk like if you have an idea and you think you have something fucking go for it because yep. that's what our industry needs like we need that new blood especially now like going back again to like watching how things have changed you know the industry it's not the good old days anymore you no. know now with like the bigger corporations private equity it's it's getting it's getting tough but we need that new blood yeah and that's what's going to keep growing the industry so literally like if we can do it i mean anybody can do it like yeah. we're not like we're smart guys but we're not that freaking smart yep. we just we know i mean i know the industry my business partners they're marketing and social media that's what they do so you build that team and you know this sounds like really cliche and i hate this saying but like you know people always say like everything happens for a reason or, yeah. like you meet people like there's a reason you meet certain people and i've never believed that more than now like there was mm -hmm. a reason that all of us met you know, for however sure. many years ago. And we didn't know why at the time, but when we started, it was like, 
there was just so many like signs that like this is what we need to do and you can't ignore that and we tried like we literally were like nah like let's not do it like let's just sideline this but every day we would talk and be like i think we should do this yeah like no no you know like we don't have the money like you know to own a business you got to be smart like you got to know finances like i failed accounting three times and i'm our cfo like (laughs) i have no business doing our financials you know but that's as owners you got to get your hands dirty but we just we could not ignore like the writing was on the wall that we need to try this and like what's the worst that happens right we fail they go back to doing their thing i'll go work at quick trip for 18 bucks an hour i don't care you know what i mean like i can rebuild but so like i said when we started we wanted to be an example of like if you if you think you have something go for it man like life is short like and you only get one life so why not take a risk and you know i remember when i called my parents and i'm like hey I'm quitting my job, I'm selling my house, and I'm gonna start an archery company with these two guys. And I remember my mom, I love my mom, but like I didn't come from a very like nurturing, you know, family. Yeah. And I remember she's like, you're a fucking idiot. And I'm like. (laughs) Yeah, "Yeah." that doesn't sound very nurturing. I'm like, yeah, mom, I am. But you know what, I feel like I need to do this. And they're like, all right, you know, like let us know if you need anything. I'm like, cool. And yeah, here we are, you know, Man, the two, cost two and of, a half years later. The cost of hustling and like grinding and just chasing after your dreams, even if, even if it doesn't work out, will always be better than the regret of not you'll, knowing. You'll regret it more not doing it yeah. than looking back and being like, hey, at least I tried. I tried, yeah. And that's where we all settled on, you know, and like, you know, Jordan Taylor, I mean, they're I'm the old guy of the group and you know, they're young, they have young families. Like I don't have anybody depending on me. They do. So I was like scared for them. Yeah. And, but it just goes like, it's literally like the best example of if you build the right team and you surround yourself with the right people, you can truly accomplish like amazing things. And like yeah. I said, like, you know, dad, we're growing really fast, but you know, we're not out of the, out of the weeds yet, but I am 100% confident, like, with our team and with the people that we have around us supporting us, we're going to be all right. Oh, yeah. So. If you're an avid listener of this podcast, you've probably heard me talking about Infinite Outdoors in the past. Infinite Outdoors is expanding access for hunting and fishing on private land across the country. From whitetail hunts in Missouri to waterfowl hunts in Wyoming and pheasant hunts in Colorado, they provide access to over a million acres of private land listings for all types of hunting and fishing. Best part is, it's incredibly easy to browse and book properties all on the Infinite Outdoors app. The app is free to download and easy to use. All you have to do is sign up and you can browse over 250 different adventures across 10 states. Download the app today and use Nomadic 15 for 15% off your membership. All right, how many of you guys hate dealing with tangled up rope? Trying to untie it, it's all knotted up and you actually really need it at the time. Don't raise your hands because I obviously can't see you, but those days are long gone. Rapid Rope is a quick deploy rope solution that you can pull the length you need and cut it all with one hand. You don't need knives or scissors or a lighter to singe the end because it's cross-threaded to keep it from fraying. Yeah, they've thought of everything. And this is way stronger than your average 550 cord. In fact, this is 1,100 pound test. It comes in a shatterproof canister that you can fit in the cup holder in your vehicle or your backpack or 
I don't know if you still wear cargo pants, any one of the thousand pockets that you have. It comes in a 120 foot canister, a 70 foot canister, and you can get a rope refill. So just in a matter of seconds, you could be deploying and cutting rope with one hand again. So if you wanna stop dealing with the headache of untying rope and detangling everything, anytime you need to tie something down, go check out rapidrope.com and use code NOMADIC for 10% off at checkout. Man, that's so cool. And it's funny, as you, as we were talking about, like, the regret of not trying. So we're doing this buck contest, right? The three whitetails that were mm -hmm. up here, that's why they grabbed them and started scoring them. There's people trying to guess the combined, the combined score. Well, there have been a couple people that have come up, and they're like, I literally have no idea. Like, I don't even know ballpark. I don't, under, I don't know what yeah. it should be, what it could be. And so my mom was was running it, and she's like, just throw out a guess, right? And the guy's like, I don't know, 650? <laughs> and I'm like, that's very flattering. But he honestly had no idea. Yeah. And then he goes, no, 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 you know what? I take that back. Let's just say 1120. Because he honestly is completely clueless. But he tried, right? Mm -hmm. Well, my wife and I were talking. I'm like, dude, we're going to give him an Onyx Elite membership. He just, yeah. he tried. You yeah. know, like, you got the highest score, man. Yep. <laughs> you know, that type of thing. But it's like, dude, what's it going to hurt? Yeah. You fail? Like, you don't get a free pair well, of binoculars? If he hadn't tried, if he hadn't stopped, if he just said, no, I don't even want to. But, like, how, they, I mean, so how, how dangerous, though, is that mindset? Because yeah. it, it's not just in archery, but, like, you know, like, I'm, I'm big into fitness. You know what I mean? Yep. But it's like, yeah, I mean, that first day in the gym, it's scary. You know, you don't know what you're doing. Like, you're surrounded by people that have been doing this for decades. Yep. Like, yeah, you're probably going to look stupid for, you know, a little bit. Yeah. But if you just walk away, then where does that leave you? you know if you don't try and it and even with like hunting you know like especially for us being like midwest people like i'll never forget my first western hunt like i didn't know what the fuck i was doing i had no clue it's so intimidating yeah right well and like when you're around like western hunters and stuff and i mean western hunters can be intimidating because they think they're so badass because yeah. you know they hunt out west and they are i mean they are like next level but like that's how you grow right yep. like you take the risk you try it what's the worst that happens you yep. know what i mean like if you don't try, you're, you're going to fail 100%, you know? So it's, it, it's really interesting just how, like, whether it's business or just day-to-day -day life, like, like I said, how dangerous that mindset is. It's like, oh, that seems really hard. Like, I'm not going to try it. Yeah. But then the next day, it's like, oh, that seems hard. I'm not going to try it, you know? And then that just keeps building and building and building. And then you're just going backwards. Like, if you're not progressing, you're dying, yep. you know? And that just goes back to, like, if you like if you meet if you know me if you know like taylor and jordan if you know anybody on our team it just goes back to like complacency and meteorocracy or like has no place in our lives yep and i can truly like say you know starting a business has completely changed my life like i mean my life is way more stressful way more difficult than it's ever been but yet every day you're challenged and with every challenge, you're growing. So, like, there, I read in a book, it's like, if you grow 1% every day, you know, how much have you grown at the end of the year? Yeah. And that's all it is. Like, you give 1% more each day. Yep. And that's that's been the huge, like, I would say, like, beneficial outcome from For starting sure. a business is every day I'm challenged. But every day, like, when I go to bed, I'm like, I feel like I, I, I'm a better person waking up the next day. Yep. The feeling, the feeling after you do anything difficult, yeah. right? 
the well, feeling and, after and, you and challenge if it's a new yourself. hunt, let's say. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, if, you know, you try something different, you just become that much more knowledgeable, right? Yep. And then if you can help somebody new and help them, maybe the learning curve won't be as harsh because you've already been through it. I mean, that's a win. The pride, the pride and the sense of accomplishment that comes from just pushing yourself mm -hmm. in any aspect. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter what it is. Like, say, say you hate mowing your lawn and you have the decision, I can, I, I can wait till tomorrow or I can just get up and do it today. Yeah. And then you go out and you mow your lawn. And it's like, man, that kind of sucked. But you feel accomplished afterwards, yeah. right? Like you walk away with a sense of pride versus like, I'm going to watch TV and eat potato chips all day today. Yeah. Like there's just something built in us where it's like we have to, we have to complete tasks or right. we have to push ourselves. Being comfortable is being comfortable but I feel like comfort comes with regret right? all the time. right? Like there are very few times where I take the easy route and I'm like, that was a great idea. My wife and I, one of our mottos is always choose adventure, right? period. We could stick with what we know yep. or we could go the scary adventurous route that we have no idea where it's going to lead. Exactly. Let's do that one. Yep. At but the end of the day, it's going to be way more fun, way more accomplished. And I mean, we're, I mean, this, you could go down this rabbit hole, like forever but it's amazing like there's such a difference between people that have that mindset and the people that don't yep. but like how many people don't yep. and it's i truly feel like and this is me anybody that knows me like i'm anti-social media like i i yeah. personally don't have social media i haven't since i was in college it's a necessity for business yep but i feel like that has destroyed so many people because they see everybody online and they see everybody on like instagram and shit doing all the stuff yeah and they think it's just easy, yep. right? But like, so I feel like that group is growing at a more rapid rate than people like us yep. where we choose to take the difficult route because we're gonna get more out of it. And that's where, you know, again, like when we started Dialed, if we can try to flip that script and be yep. like, dude, like, yeah, it's hard, but it's literally like the most rewarding thing you can do. Yeah, And not even like, you see it, you know, anybody that buys like our site and I see them like shoot and then they come back and like, I've never shot this good, like mission accomplished. Yep. Like, yeah, we made a couple bucks, but that's like the whole reason yeah. we started dialing. Yeah. They, now they feel a sense of accomplishment and they're going to stick with it. And right. what does that look like long-term right. for the hunting community, for conservation, for, for archery as a sport, for all of that stuff. It's I mean, all money going back into the sport. Yep. Yep. That's awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you hanging out. I don't want to keep you too long from your booth, but we've been kind of planning this for, what, two and a half days now. Yeah, and no, this has been awesome. I'm glad that we finally got to sit down. And like I said, yeah. I'm going to be coming over there. I think I've got one more interview here. And then I'm coming over and getting a new site. Yeah, we're here it's, all day. It's so. time. And then I got to go sighted in tonight, shoot tomorrow morning. I'm pumped. 20 minutes, you'll be, you'll be dialed. Sweet. Yep. Sounds good, man. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you.